Well, it's actually a topic that we're going to be working on over a couple of months. The the commission meets once a month on a regular. It's a public meeting each right. second Thursday of each month. And so uh, the proposition of the value of downtown, that's the first thing that has to be uh, fully accepted by elected officials, by citizens, by business owners in the entire city and really our entire region. The, what we mean by the value of downtown is for the entire city of Peoria to be successful, vibrant, relevant, growing, the downtown needs to be successful. That's true for any city. I think it seems obvious or intuitive, but it's not as obvious or intuitive to everyone. And we feel that it's extremely important to make the case, uh, have examples and stories to tell, and make sure that, again, all elected officials, citizens, taxpayers, business people in the entire city really know that we're not going to be successful as a city, even as a metropolitan area, unless downtown Peoria is uh, focused on in terms of development, planning. We need a successful, vibrant, active downtown in order for the whole city to be successful and attractive. Ray, what, what do you think about when you go downtown now? Well, and I'll, I'll answer that. There's a there's a kind of a public perception of, of downtown based on activity of people on the sidewalk and cars on the road and those kinds of things. But there's actually, as, as Mark and I have been has, uh, made aware of, there's there's actually a, a calculus that, that uh, you can do that, that will actually uh, uh, quantify the, the value of downtown from the standpoint of uh, real estate taxes, of, of, of other income that is generated for the region and and it's an interesting graphic if you see it because it's a there's a there's a spike of value that comes from downtown Peoria just because of the 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 density of the real estate there and 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 what is going on economically uh, my office window looks out the corner of uh, Jefferson and and Fulton and um, and I can tell you that it's a it's a pretty pretty light uh, <laughs> uh, pretty light on the sidewalk but I but I do see you you know, uh, you know, glimmers of of, uh, of hope. Uh, you know, when you go down uh, just another block to OSF's facility, and mm-hmm. and I still see in in our building, the Twin Towers Plaza, right across from City Hall. Uh, it uh, there's still quite a few offices of of. Um, of businesses that occupied those spaces that are that are just not there. They're not returned from COVID. Yeah, I was going to say, and, pandemic really, really, as it did across the board, across the world, uh, really hit Peoria hard, though, because Peoria is already, I don't know if reeling is the right word, but what would you say, Mark? It's, it's certainly been hard-pressed of late, would you say? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think COVID, like you said, uh, we I don't think we were any different, better or worse than the average American city in terms of how COVID affected that. But, you know, you've probably read recently that our city budget is actually in better shape now than it has been in years. Some of it is due to federal COVID funds. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at it as a great opportunity to sort of reset and reprioritize. And, uh, you know, Ray's point about a perception of downtown, um, you know, you've heard the phrase, you only have one chance to make a first impression. And uh, it's really true. Uh, but particularly for a city. And if you think about it, if you're looking to relocate a business to Peoria, you might want to uh, visit Peoria. Uh, anyone that's l- looking to learn about Peoria, the first 
place you're going to go, even for the Peoria area, is downtown Peoria. If you look at any of the regional organizations like, uh, you know, the, the Greater Peoria Economic Development Council, the Chamber of Commerce, Discover Peoria, which is the Convention Visitors Bureau, those are actually regional organizations, not just the city of Peoria. It's, right. it's the surrounding counties. And, uh, you know, their icon, their image is downtown Peoria. It really is our area's identity and that that first chance to make a, a, a first impression uh, is so important and it is a real uh, sort of a barometer of a city's overall health and attractiveness is the success and vibrancy of a downtown and that's what uh, 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 really needs to be worked on but I would say the really good news that I think uh, listeners to this this uh, podcast, I would like them to know that there is a lot going on downtown, and not just as a booster, but in reality. And I'll I'll just tick off a few items here sure. that are by no means a complete list, but these are projects that are planned or underway or recently completed in the downtown area. And when I say downtown area, we typically refer to the riverfront the mm -hmm. Central Business District, the Warehouse District, and also the Medical District. So the Riverfront Park has been uh, under planning for a master plan between the Bob Michael Bridge and the Murray Baker Bridge for probably more than five years now. Yes. That was interrupted by COVID and some other stops and starts. But there's now $15 million earmarked in, in the state budget as a line item hmm. to fund a big part of that, uh, 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 of that, of that Riverfront Park master plan. Uh, the Bob Michael Bridge renovation that we're, uh, 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 some of us are familiar with, Ray was very instrumental in making that happen, uh, is going to be uh, redoing the deck. But what's important for, for most of us to know is that there's now going to be a dedicated, say, 14-foot wide uh, bike and, and walking uh, pedestrian lane that's created mm -hmm. on, on a single side of the bridge. And it's going to make it much easier for people to pass between downtown Peoria and East Peoria, where there's great amenities. Those those work very well together mm -hmm. with and some of the restaurants, and particularly big box stores, Target, Costco, <clears throat> et cetera. It's a real right. advantage to that. And a concrete barrier, if I can add to that pathway, there's going to be a concrete barrier between the traffic and the pathway, which Good. again, exactly. a protected ease, lane. ease people's yeah. uh, kind of apprehension if they had <laughs> yeah. any of crossing the bridge. Yeah. So. yeah, Main Street improvements from the river all the way up to Farmington Road, $25 million is earmarked in the state budget to really transform Main Street, which is really an artery that connects the Bradley area, where the studios where we're recording this uh, segment right now. Uh, another really interesting and important thing that maybe people aren't fully aware of is one-way to two-way traffic restoration, not not alteration, restoration on Je uh, Jefferson and Adams streets downtown. It makes it so much better for businesses. The businesses that are located in those streets find that it's much easier for people to find them. It's easier to park for visitors. I personally hate one-way streets that don't seem to make sense and all of a sudden you're going the wrong way <laughs> or you missed your building. You have to go all uh, the way around a large city block. That's going to be happening th this next calendar year as well. It's uh, over $600,000 for really good, high-quality, permanent signage downtown that really tells you where to go uh, and it really makes a statement 